Welcome back, my loves. It's Tilly Storm here, holistic sex and intimacy coach, bringing you four steps to healing painful sex. This is not my favorite topic to talk about because I like to share with people and to help them get to the point of having multi-orgasmic bliss, having all the orgasms and all the ways and experiencing all the fun and the pleasure in their life. But the truth is, a lot of you, we get to start where you're at. And that is often pain. Unfortunately, many women experience pain during sex, whether it's feeling disconnected from your body and you just feel numb down there, or it's actually painful. You don't like looking at your vulva. You don't like how it looks or smells. You feel disconnected or you experience physical pain, such as vaginismus or vulvodynia. Uh, pain in your vaginal muscles, pain at the entrance of your vagina, pain in your cervix from thrusting or having something up there that touches it, pain in your clitoris, uh, pain from a particular medical procedure such as an episiotomy from childbirth or just a tear from childbirth that never really healed properly and having scar tissue. There's so many reasons that women experience pain in their sexuality. And if you want to get to the multi-orgasmic bliss and all of the pleasure and all of the ways that I love to talk about, then you get to start where you're at. And this is where a lot of you're at. So let's go there. This is the multi-orgasmic mama, the podcast for high achieving moms to have sex worth putting the energy in for. I'm Tilly Storm, a holistic sex and intimacy coach, and it's my mission to help you want to want sex again, to have better orgasms and to feel confident and sexy so you experience more pleasure in the bedroom and beyond. All right, the first key to experiencing pain-free sex and pleasurable sex is to create an environment for healing and to enter a healing container. The great thing about healing anything is that you are going to heal when you decide it's time to heal. <laughs> I had a trauma resolution, uh, my trauma resolution coach when I was going through relationship trauma resolution several years ago, he used to tell me this all the time. And it was one of the wisest, most amazing things to hear. She said, you know, Tilly, you're going to heal when you're ready. You're going to heal when you want. And she was so right that when I decided that, okay, I'm done with living like this. I'm done creating these same patterns in my relationships and I'm creating something new that when I decided then it happened and it was easy. It was like, okay, I took the steps. I did the thing and I'm in the best relationship of my life and the healthiest grown-ass relationship ever, right? Uh, that's really nourishing and supportive for both of us. So when you decide to heal, you will, but you get to create an environment for that to happen. So this happens when you, when you recognize that the doing, 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 the being in a chronic stress response, being overwhelmed, if you experience overwhelm, anxiety, lack of energy, depression, any of those things, this is all your body telling you, hey, it's time to heal. Something is off. It's not right. And you have to take the step to recognize that, hey, this is not, my body is trying to get my attention by giving me all of these signs and symptoms. Something is off. If you're not listening, you're going to continue to experience the pain. And this is what most people do. Now, if you don't want to be like most people and you actually want to have 
pleasurable sex, multi-orgasmic sex, then you get to take step one, which is to create an environment for healing and enter a healing container. This doesn't have to last forever. When you enter a healing container and a healing phase in your sexuality, you're taking the first step and admitting that you have an issue, right? You're admitting, hey, sex isn't pleasurable for me. I don't really want it because it hurts all the time. And I'm willing to admit that to myself and to take the first step to creating something different. So step one, create the environment for healing and enter a healing container. What does a healing container look like? It really does mean hiring someone, an expert such as myself, to help you through this because this really is not a DIY project. It's not something that you can just go in and you know, say, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to work on my uh, on pain during sex and I'm going to go research all of these different things. Sure. You can do that. And that's a great place to start, but eventually you have to stop gathering the information and you actually have to do the thing, which is go in and do the integration and healing. And that's not going to happen on your own. So for those of you that are just starting on your journey, yes, listen to this podcast, go gather all the information you can until you feel like you really got an understanding and a roadmap for what's ahead for you. Then you have to take the actions and you actually have to do the thing. So whether it's signing up for one of my programs or working with me one-on-one or working with someone else, I don't even care. It's just, you have to take the action if you actually want to heal the thing, because you're not going to do it on your own. You're not going to do it by reading a book and you're definitely not going to do it just by listening to this podcast. That's not how it works. So enter a healing container, find someone such as myself to support you through this process because you're going to need it. It's like trying to do open heart surgery on yourself. You can't do it. You don't get to do that for yourself, right? Because you can't see past the blocks. You, you can't go in and do that when, you know, this is something that's not in your area of expertise. The second step to healing painful sex is to facilitate a relationship with all of your entire pelvis with your vagina, your pussy. If you don't like that word, I don't care. Call it something else, but call it something affirming and empowering to you, please. Uh, Create a relationship with your ovaries or the energy of your ovaries, with your womb, the energy of your womb, your cervix or the energy of your cervix. So I say energy of, because many of you may have had these particular organs removed. That's okay you can still work with the energy of them because you have an energy blueprint of them. If you were born with them, that energy blueprint exists. So you can work with those things, work with the energy of those things to create a, to facilitate a relationship with your pelvic organs. Again, a lot of you are experiencing painful sex because you are disconnected from your body because your nervous system has learned when we pay attention to our pelvis or one of the organs down there that usually is a source of pain, then I experience pain and I don't want to experience pain. So I'm going to ignore it, right? Well, you can continue to do that, but if you continue to do that, you're going to continue to feel disconnected from your body and sexuality, and you're going to continue to experience pain. You've got, you get to have the courage to facilitate a relationship with your pelvis again. It does take a lot of courage and heart to do this. So, you know, it's not for the faint of heart. It's not for those of you that are just like, yeah, maybe I'll get to it next year. All right. If you're going to do it, you're going to do it. And you get to decide now waiting 
it's only going to continue to prolong the problem until it gets worse or it just magically disappears, which is probably not going to happen. One of the best things that I can tell you to do to facilitate a relationship with your pelvis, your pussy, your vagina, whatever, is to do pelvic mapping. There, there's a book by Tammy Lenkent called Wild Feminine. This is one of the first books that I read when I started doing sexuality work for myself to be able to experience orgasms in different ways. I got into sexuality work because my partner at the time, when I was 27 years old, said, hey, you can only orgasm in one way. And he didn't say it so bluntly like that, but that was basically what he was getting at. And it made me think, huh, you're right. That feels really limiting. This isn't really fun. I can't imagine going another 60 years of my life and only being able to have an orgasm in this one way. And then I started diving into the jade egg work, which I talk about on the podcast a lot. And doing the jade egg work, I discovered this book by Tammy Lynn Kent called Wild Feminine, which I will uh, write and type for you in the show notes. So just look at the show notes and you can see uh, how it's spelled and everything. Pelvic mapping is where you're actually feeling into your vaginal wall to pinpoint where are the places of tension and pain in my vagina or my vulva. And you're starting to notice, okay, just like you have pains and tensions and knots in your shoulders or your back at times, and you go to a massage therapist to get those worked out. It's basically the same thing that you're doing in your pelvis is you're mapping where are the specific pains and tensions. Just doing this simple exercise can tell you so much about the deeper layers coming up for you about why you have this pain and tension in your vaginal wall or in your vulva in the first place, because there's different parts of your body that represent different things. If it's on the left side, likely it has to do with your inability to receive and surrender. It's the feminine stuff that you've got wounds around. If you experience pain and tension on your right side, often that has to do with you're overdoing it. You're giving too much. Uh, you're, you're more in your masculine and maybe you have pains and traumas around the masculine itself. So there's a lot that you can tell from the body just by going in there, getting curious and facilitating a relationship with this part of your body. Yes, it takes some courage. Yes, it takes some heart, but this is the next step. If you want to heal the pain and you don't want to be in pain anymore and you want to experience multi-orgasmic bliss and ecstasy and all the good stuff, then this is what you get to do. So you also get to feel what's coming up for you emotionally when you're doing this pelvic mapping and when you're starting to build a relationship with your pussy. You will probably notice that there's a lot of fear, there's a lot of shame, there's a lot of guilt. Working through these emotions is a huge layer of healing it in the first place. So taking this tiny step of doing the pelvic mapping, noticing where are the pains and the tensions itself, you're going to have these emotional experiences arise. And that release right there is helping you to release the pain. Now, the third step, which can sometimes be, you know, the big thing, right? The third step is you're getting in there and you are de-armoring the specific spots that are causing pain. 
This is where dearming is really where you're just unraveling layers of tension and stored trauma in your body. You're dislodging trapped emotions of shame, fear, disgust, guilt, all of the negative things that we learn and take on all the stories, beliefs, and perceptions about our sexuality or that thing that happened to us, any sexual trauma or abuse that we're still carrying in our body itself. It's going to be in there if we have not healed and integrated it. So even if you've experienced what I call little T traumas versus big big T traumas, if it's just something that wasn't like, oh, well, I've never been raped. uh, Okay, well, it doesn't take having that experience to have sexual trauma that's actually stored in your body. It doesn't matter what the thing is that happened. It's how your body responds to it. For example, I've talked to many, many women who said, well, you know, I wouldn't say that I have sexual trauma, but, you know, I do feel like I definitely had some experiences when I was younger that weren't consensual, that I felt like I was just doing it because I had to, even though they never said that I had to, or even though they weren't forcing me to, and then they have a sense of guilt about that. This is extremely common. So for those of you that are like, oh my God, that's me. (laughs) Just know you're not the only one. Uh, A lot of people will say they don't have sexual trauma, but their body will say otherwise because they've experienced a lot of these, what I call little T traumas that you know, is you just not standing up for yourself. It's you not having had boundaries or a voice to say what you think you need to say, mainly because no one taught you. There was no examples of that. No one had these conversations about how to stand up for yourself and use your voice. So, and and no one had conversations about consent, you know, a couple of decades ago. So the little T traumas still matter and they can add up over time to create pain stored tension and stress in your vaginal canal, in your vulva that are still there, that you're still carrying an emotional imprint of them. You're still carrying a traumatic imprint of them. And your nervous system also has learned a specific pattern to deal with the pain of that, which is shut down, numb out, don't feel this, right? So that's why a lot of women escape into their heads and have a really hard time Uh, being in their body because they've learned over time that it's safer to be in their head. They don't experience the pain when they're in their head. And well, I'll just be up here because it doesn't feel good to be down there. De-armoring is about giving you and your nervous system a chance to unwind everything that's blocking you from experiencing pleasure and the sensation of pleasure in your pelvic space. So It's not that you don't have access to it. You do have access to it. I always say everyone is already multi-orgasmic. You already have all access to all the pleasure available to anyone. You are not broken in that way. It's not like you didn't get the pleasure fairy. (laughs) It's not like the pleasure fairy or the orgasmic bliss fairy didn't come to you and give you access to multiple orgasms. Anyone that purports that sort of story, that's complete bullshit. Everyone has access to multi-orgasmic states. The only reason that you in particular are not experiencing it is because you have your own set of blockages, resistance, emotional baggage, traumas, pains from the past, stories, beliefs, and perceptions that aren't in alignment 
with the truth of your nature, which is that you already are multi-orgasmic and you do have all of the access to pleasure you could ever want. So it's really about just unwinding it. So you're doing different dearming practices in programs like the Centrally Embodied Woman program. This is, the, we spend two whole weeks on healing, or I'm sorry, three. Uh, you get two, two different lessons. So on the healing stuff, you're really going in and learning how to heal all of the pains, all of the emotional baggage from the vulva, the vaginal canal, the cervix, all things. You're learning different vaginal reflexology things from the Taoist jade egg tradition. Uh, there's there's kind of two different ways to approach it, as I like to say. You can approach that dearmoring from more of a scientific perspective of like, okay, here's all the best in the trauma healing space. And also from an energy perspective that really we know about from the Dallas Jade Egg tradition, uh, where we work with stuck and stagnant energies in the pelvis, not so much the tissue itself, but more of the energy behind it. So in all of my programs, we're, we're coming at it from both angles, from the best of, okay, here's what we know scientifically, and here's what we know energetically. So it really does become effective, even if one more of the scientific stuff doesn't really vibe with you, usually the energetic stuff will, or vice versa or both. So you never really know until you get in there and do it. Okay. Now the fourth and what I consider to be the most important step of healing painful sex is to begin to identify as someone who is multi-orgasmic to shift your identity. All change and transformation is dependent on what you identify as. If you think of smokers who struggle quitting smoking, why do they struggle so much? Why will they stop sometimes and go back and they'll stop again? And, you know, it's like the start stop. Oh, I can't seem to quit, right? They do this because they have not chosen to identify as a non-smoker. And I know this because I lived with one for seven years. Uh, I was married to one who would continually try to start uh, or continually try to stop smoking. And the one thing he could never get past was that, well, I've been doing this since I'm four, since I was 14 and it's just who I am. It's just a part of me, right? So it was his identifying with being a smoker that kept him going back. So he would quit and sometimes quit for months at a time, or I think even once, maybe a year or two at a time. And he would constantly go back because he could not begin to identify as someone who was a non-smoker. Well, this is the same thing with any lasting change in transformation. If you continue to see yourself as someone who only experiences pain and sex and sex is just not for you and, you know, sex just isn't important and, you know, I don't really care about sex. If that's you and you do all this healing work, great. You might experience some change in transformation for a period of time, but you're going to go right back to experiencing more of what you believe in. If you believe you are that person, that's the person you're going to be. That's why I say identity is the most important step. If you don't choose to identify as someone who does experience pleasure and multi-orgasmic bliss, then you're just going to keep going back to what you've always had. So when you shift the identity... When you say, I am an orgasmic goddess who experiences all the pleasure during sex. Yes, yes, yes. And you continue to affirm that and can you continue to step into that every single day. Then I promise you, that's what you're going to be. And that's what you're going to become. And you're going to heal 
through that journey so much more quickly. I don't know uh, if any of you on here know of Kelly Brogan. She put out a blog post this past week. Well, it's the end of May uh, as I'm recording this. She put out a blog post that was really awesome that I happened to see on Instagram. And she was talking about how people with chronic pain are very identified with being um, being in that, that sometimes they don't, <laughs> they like being a victim of that because if they're not in chronic pain, then, then, then it's more of them having to drop the victim mentality and be responsible for themselves. Right. And to take responsibility for their own healing. I love Kelly. I think she has an amazing perspective on the, on holistic medicine and, uh, non being not dependent on pharmaceuticals all for that. Love it. So she really pointed something out that I'm trying to share with you here as well is that when you take responsibility for this and you shift your identity, I'm not a sexual victim anymore. I had a podcast episode with Marcy Locke recently where we talked about how to step out of that victim mentality. You are not a sexual victim forever. Stop saying that. The more that you're saying that, that's the more that you're affirming that you're still a victim. You are not a victim, okay? You can shift out of that identity. So when you choose to identify as someone who is a multi-orgasmic goddess, who experiences all the pleasure, who's a sex goddess, you know, whatever you want to call yourself that feels empowering, you're going to experience yourself as that thing. And yeah, it takes practice. It takes getting up every day, putting your damn crown on and saying, I'm a freaking sex goddess today. <laughs> I no longer identify with all this pain and doing the things that you know you need to do to get there, which is doing the dearmoring, going in and doing the healing and integration work and knowing that it doesn't have to suck. It doesn't have to be done forever. You don't have to be on a healing journey for decades, ladies. God, I get so tired of hearing that sometimes <laughs> because people will say, oh, I've been on this healing journey and it's been like 15 years. It drives me freaking crazy. Stop with that. Find someone you trust, do the thing and be done with it because multi-orgasmic bliss, pleasure, and ecstasy is on the other side. You just need to find someone who knows what they're doing and to actually invest time, energy, and financial resources to help you get where you need to go. So if that's you and you're done identifying with pain and being and experiencing sex as something that's painful, then I would do want to encourage you to check out what we do offer to take the pleasure assessment on the website, www.tillystorm.com, or you can just apply for the Centrally Embodied Woman directly because that is the program where we do this deep healing work. And if you've got lots of stuff going on, lots of issues and one-on-one work is more appropriate for you, I do offer that as well. So check it out. And here's to pleasure-filled sex, hot mama. See you next week. Bye. Chances are, if you hear my voice right now, you might be a woman who struggles with lack of libido or desire, doesn't find sex that fulfilling or satisfying, or that's so busy and in your head that it's really challenging to drop in and actually enjoy sex when it happens. Yes, this podcast is here to help you with that. In each episode, I will be sharing everything I know to help you experience more pleasure in your sex life. But let's face it, simply obtaining more information isn't going to change anything about your sex life. The thing is, being a high achieving mom who's already in her head a lot and is strapped for time and energy, more information is not what you need, sweetheart. Alternatively, 
learning to rewire your body and your brain so you can get out of your head, be in your body and enjoy yourself is required. If you're really serious and committed to doing the embodiment practices, the somatic and the nervous system reprogramming, so you can experience epic sex in the bedroom and beyond, then I invite you to consider my Centrally Embodied Woman program. This is my signature program to teach and to coach high achieving moms like you. And it's how over 70 women have experienced a massive increase in their sexual desire and pleasure in the bedroom and beyond in less than four months. Through the program, you'll get deep, intimate coaching from me for 16 weeks, where I'll be able to personally guide you through your specific sex life and relationship struggles. And you'll also instantly join a sisterhood of other high-level women going through the same things to support you on the journey. On top of that, in addition to all of the coaching, the community, the accountability, the teachings, and the audio-guided embodiment practices and meditations, when you join the Centrally Embodied Woman program, you'll get lifetime access to our member library with new bonus content that we're continually adding in. And by the way, the program does help you to become a multi-orgasmic mama too. So yes, you can rely on just the information I share with you here. And yes, you may get the pleasure education you never got growing up. You may grow the ovaries enough to break the ice with your partner and have a meaningful conversation about your sex life, or you could take the shortcut and get the support you're going to need right off the bat. So if you're ready to commit to doing what it takes to have epic sex and pleasure in the next four months, then click the link in the show notes and fill out an application for the Centrally Embodied Woman program, and you'll be on your way to joining my magical world of multi-orgasmic motherhood and fast-tracking your journey to a thriving sex life and relationship today. Once again, hit the link in the show notes to apply for the Centrally Embodied Woman, and I'll see you there in the program.